The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Happy Overreaction Monday, one and all. Welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL on YouTube. And follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the program today, Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenfora will tell us if the Ravens won't be taking the AFC North crown after all. There is a lot to get to recapping Sunday of week 10. Joe, let's get started by pointing out the obvious. We finally saw points across the league. The overs were definitely cashing. And also the most dangerous spread margin is apparently six. It's not three mm-hmm. or one and a half or one, but the most dangerous margin was six. I guess with all of those points, a six-point margin is not that big of a deal to overcome. Yeah, on the scoring front, what what is most notable? Obviously, because through the first nine weeks, it's been all about the unders. The unders is going to be another talking point tonight because they're ten and one or whatever on Monday Night Football uh, this season. But it's uh, it's the way. They went over. They were just demolished. It wasn't a situation where, oh, the the numbers got too low, and then that means there's uh, the scoring. It, it ended up going over. We knew there was going to be one of those weeks. That's just what happens in the National Football League. No, it was they got destroyed. If you look at the Lions-Chargers game, that thing went over by more than 30 points. If you look at the Browns-Ravens game, that thing went over by 20 points. Like It just wasn't close in some of them. So we finally have a week where the majority of games do go over the total. Now, we also need to point out there are a number of games that went under. The Titans couldn't do anything, scoring only six points. That game against Tampa Bay goes under. Oh, the Patriots couldn't do anything either. They decided to bench a guy in the last drive of the game when the game's on the line. They also scored six points over in Frankfurt, Germany. So we we did have a number of games where the offense has stunk. Oh, like, I don't know, last night. Nobody saw that coming. It was just (laughs) a train wreck. You couldn't stop watching. Uh, So, yeah, it's finally an overs week. It doesn't mean you bet all overs every single week, 
we'll see what happens in the market. Um, you know, when we were talking about Survivor, and I think this came up in teasers as well, the six-point spread. You got to be careful with these. And and I wish I had more conviction on the dogs in some of these matchups. And we were seeing the market move these numbers down. A lot of numbers that were six and a half all week, strong sixes, were getting bet down to five and a half on game day. We always want to respect the betting market, but yeah, we had some surprises there. Cleveland with the upset. Baltimore was like six, six and a half all week. Houston with the upset. Cincinnati was six. This was bet down to five and a half, six and a half much of the week. And Washington almost pulled off the upset against Seattle. So all six of all three of those dogs of six, for the most part, end up covering two and outright. There's a reason it's six and not seven. This is why you don't tease from six down to a pick'em. There is a massive difference between six and seven, six and a half, seven and a half. Just remember that if there's one big takeaway from this week, Aaron. Well, I'm just glad I don't bet a lot of teasers. That's my takeaway. Well, you, you don't. That's not a teasable number. People think it is. It's like, oh, I just need them to win. Like, no, you're not supposed no. to tease six to zero. You're not. Yeah. No. The the Browns winning outright, that was crazy. I cannot wait to talk to Jason Lockhart for uh, about the Ravens because I thought <laughs> wow. they were cruising to a win. And then I was like, whoa, sure. what is going on here? Uh-huh. That was a fun. I thought it was a lot of fun football. I'm glad overs were finally hitting because I was kind of getting bored of the unders again, unders again. We knew eventually. Well, we even talked about it last week. Soon this is going to turn around, right? And yep. sure enough, it did. I don't think a lot of us bet totals on this show, but uh, I was never on the under trend anyway. <laughs> but it seemed like eventually. And now you look at this week, we've got like almost five double-digit spreads. It's crazy just how you know things are changing, it seems. Oh, I took the under on the Jets Raiders game. Don't you worry about totals, Aaron. Totals are still being represented here in the trio. (laughs) Took under on primetime. That cashed. That wasn't a problem at all. You just have to pick and choose where these unders are going to happen. And that seemed like an obvious one to me. By the way, real quickly, the Raiders are 500. That's insane. This quick digression, like as much as we have complained about the Las Vegas Raiders, they're 500 right now. Yeah, I know the last two games were against the Giants and Jets, but they're not one of the worst teams in football. And that is insane to me that we can draw such a conclusion. Anyway, it, you mm. know, when it comes Wait, are, to are we that, sure? Are we sure, though, about that statement that, that they're, they're not 500? But yeah, yeah, they stink. No, they're 500, but they also stink. Like, I don't they're think they're not they, good. They, you think they're good okay that level between like (laughs) giants right now and okay you know pick your mediocre team they're probably in the middle of that so i don't think they're terrible no 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 i mean if you're through 10 weeks and you're five and five i don't think you're terrible i i mean yeah i think you're you're not great but definitely like the raiders are not going to be this team that you just want to fade you know blindly i wouldn't do that that, that would be bad I, I process would. to me. There's enough there where I think the Raiders have something to show us where I go, you know what? Be careful uh, with this team. Don't just blanket, you know, fade them. 
right. I think the Raiders and the Steelers, they keep finding ways to win. I wouldn't say they're fraudulent. It's somewhere between fraudulent, getting lucky, and scrappy. I'm not really sure what they're doing, but they're finding ways to win. <laughs> and, and it might be different one week to the way. next, you know? Exactly. It might be just different from one week. Like, t- today, you know, we're going to call them scrappy. Next week, we're going to call them lucky. But what we do know is that they're not the Giants, which could very well be the worst team in football. And definitely, that's something I know we'll talk right. about later in the show, about how we're supposed to evaluate the Dallas Cowboys after a game like that. Because that's definitely <laughs> worth a conversation as far as unpacking what we're supposed to believe about Dak Prescott and company. But but anyway, enough of that, enough of the Raiders. It, Aaron, you mentioned the Browns-Ravens game. And I think one of the things that we have to be mindful of whenever we're talking about these totals is that just because that game had a ton of points doesn't mean that the defenses were bad. I thought those were stellar defensive performances. It's just that Lamar Jackson is an exceptional quarterback and Deshaun Watson was playing out of his mind. But there were still times when both quarterbacks struggled against good coverages. Against zone, Lamar Jackson went 4 of 8 for 43 yards, a pick and two sacks. Against man, Deshaun Watson went 5 of 11 for 26 yards and two sacks. I get there were a couple of pick sixes in that ball game, but even aside from those, I thought both defenses played exceptionally well, and there were still a ton of points scored. So when we're talking about totals, you need to be careful that it's not just, okay, These defenses are really good. Therefore, they're going to reign supreme. No, it's very possible we're going to get some great quarterback performances now. Not a lot of them, but enough of them to where you have to take that aspect of the game seriously, Joe. Yeah, the margin for error. So, like, you were talking about picking your spots with totals, and and I think that's an excellent point. So the ones that we brought up, that flew way over. Think about the – level of coaching and the level of quarterback play that we have in those with those teams compared to other teams, of course, with Cleveland and Baltimore. Now Watson, this is the best that we've seen him in Cleveland, right? That second half. He was perfect. Yes, he was hundred percent. That was the best. Yeah. It's not even close. And then of course you Lamar was mistake prone yesterday was the bad Lamar that, that showed up, but going against the best defense, he has that higher ceiling. So if given an opportunity, short fields with both of these teams, you want to trust them, the lions and chargers, like, yeah, Herbert against Goff and company. Lions all healthy. Everybody's back. Montgomery did his part. Gibbs did his part. Like the, These are the teams that we're talking about flying over. Uh, what Dallas was able to do. They went over the number by themselves. And that didn't shock anybody. Like We expected that to happen. It's the ones that go under. It is a rookie on the road in Will, Will Levis, even though I was buying into him, unable to do anything. They had about 200 yards in the game. And the dumpster fire that is the New England Patriots just doing absolutely oh, nothing. Oh, my God. Those postgame comments from uh, Bailey Zappi, I'm like, just blow it up. It's getting – it's done. I know they're not going to do it in season, but that thing is a wrap. But, no, um, there are going to be a lot of sweeping statements about overs and how the unders are done now. And look, let's see how the, the books adjust. No. Just like betting anything in this sport, case-by-case basis. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. (laughs) 
Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Exactly. You got to pick and choose your spots, like Ed said. And we do bet totals on this show, but I wouldn't say either any of us are like, we only bet totals. And I think that's important, especially if that's not your forte, you got to be careful and pick and choose your (laughs) spots. Um, But one thing I wanted to mention, one of my biggest takeaways was CJ Stroud. The guy did it again. We keep waiting and waiting Mm -hmm. and waiting. And I looked this morning, he's 60 to 1. For MVP, obviously, it's very difficult, some would say impossible, to be a rookie and win the MVP. But I wanted to ask you guys, is it something we should take a look at with so many of these quarterbacks maybe not having the strongest case this season? Could C.J. Stroud be there? For me, the answer is no. I don't want to bet on that award. There are other ways to back the Texans I am more than comfortable doing. One of the things, and Aaron, you and I have talked about this extensively, that the Texans were offering us great value to win the AFC South. And I think at plus 250, yeah, it's not the 11 to 1 it was, but I think it's still good. I think it's more than good. Plus 250 when they're only, what, a game out right now and they've beaten the Jaguars already. I mean, Jacksonville looked terrible against the 49ers so much so don't get me started on that (laughs) (laughs) right exactly yeah public poly doesn't want us to get started on that you know naturally omitting that uh in our conversation but that's the thing is that like the texans still offer us a ton of value other ways that's how i want to bet on them i do want to tail them because it's probably now at the point where yeah The Texans are for real. This offense is for real. CJ Stroud is for real. But I don't necessarily want to believe that he's going to be MVP. 
A, it's really hard for a rookie to win that honor. B, yeah, there aren't just a great number of clutch quarterback performances out there, but the ones that are out there, they're going to be really tough to surpass. And we're going to see one of those quarterbacks Monday night who could very well go off and change this MVP race, and I'm fully expecting that to happen. And also, too, when it comes to the numbers for C.J. Stroud, they're not perfect. And you need them Mm -hmm. to be perfect to win this honor. Yeah, he's averaging nearly 12 air yards per attempt, which is really, really high. And when a rookie is doing that and chucking it as much as he did, that usually means a low completion rate, getting sacked a lot, et cetera. But those things aren't happening. 15 touchdowns, two interceptions, 46% success rate, top half of starting quarterbacks, 5.5% sack rate is ninth lowest. So the numbers are more than serviceable enough to where the rookie race is over that the Texans can win the division. And there are probably other ways to back this team because I think the pass rush for the Texans is really, really good. The problem is to win MVP, you need to be playing at an even higher level than he already is. And I think that element surprise may be fooling us just a little bit, Joe. Yards per game. Go to the top. Oh, C.J. Stroud. Passing yards per game, he is now number one in the NFL, averaging 292 passing yards per game. That was Cousins before, now it's Stroud. For yards, Howell still has the lead, but that's only because Howell hasn't had his bye yet. He's played in 10 games. He's at 27.83. Stroud right there, number two, 26.26. We are holding our 80 to one passing yard leader Stroud ticket from early in the season, which was made during the year because we figured you have situations like this. The defense is going to give up a lot, and he has a connection with all these young receivers. Nico Collins being out didn't impact him one iota. As far as MVP, not spending a dollar on this. First off, I see 30s everywhere this morning. I see a 20 out there. So the value is already shot on that and the rules that we have to follow for mvp yes i know rookie of the year um look it it, they don't change go to the top they have no chance of being a top two seed in the afc that's the thing houston's five and four on the year it's an awesome story they might win the division that's a conversation now there are only what one game behind jacksonville so that's real And, you know, the perception is it's an awful division because the bottom half of it with Indy and Tennessee is pretty terrible, too. So I think he has no shot at winning. I'm okay having the conversation, but he's not winning the MVP. He's just going to run away with offensive rookie of the year. He may have already won that. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, they've already won five games, and they only won two last year. He's had a lot of late game winning drives to win games it's just been impressive what he's done Mm -hmm. they definitely have to win the division though if he's going to continue to be in the conversation this is BetQL daily presented by betmgm coming up next an interesting thing is going on with the arizona cardinals and there's some important bets to place because of it that's right here on the betql network